Hey, this is Isaiah Nelson. This is the Forever Learning, a.k.a. Forever Growing Podcast. And this is what I would like to call class and session. Basically, it's not me going back and forth and back and forth. This is my time to humble myself and allow myself to be taught, okay, Um, to build knowledge, to build intellect. So the person I'm going to have on here today, she was on here before. She was on a sensory processing disorder episode, but she's so spiritual. She has so much knowledge in you know spirituality i had to have her on the class and session um because i watch all her youtube videos when she's kind of speaking on different you know um spiritual meanings and spiritual things and empath is what i feel like she really really speaks on well so she's going to kind of break down her definition and her meaning of an empath what it's like to be an empath how there's an empathic energy in all of us but i ain't gonna give it all away you know i ain't gonna talk too much because then i'm gonna give the whole episode away so i'm gonna allow her to kind of speak on it and allow her to talk about what an empath means to her class and session not gonna hold you up let's go So I'm going to start answering these questions and hopefully you can take the clips from them. The first question is the meaning. What is the meaning to being a empath? So I'll explain what it means to me. I think people that are an empath um, are highly empathetic to other people's feelings and um, can pick up on their vibrations. And I believe everybody has this capability. Um, I believe, just from my heart, that everybody can be or is an empath. Um, Some people have a stronger ability, some people have a weaker ability because they block themselves because they can't handle it or can't handle all of the um, vibrations and uh, feelings from other people. I think men can tend to um, compartmentalize a lot. So I think men can tend to block themselves from that. Not all men. This is just a general statement. Um, But empathic really means to me that you're highly empathetic and so you're highly empathetic and can pick up on people's energy fields um, we all have a magnetic field around us there's a magnetic field around the earth you literally can see it from outer space if you're a astronaut which i'm not but if you're an astronaut you can see the green magnetic field around the earth so we all have this magnetic field around us to our aura our energy field and um, there are certain emotions that lie within that, and empathic people tend to pick up on this, and so that's what it means to me. But I do believe most people are empathic, but they do get blocked. I think also I believe that everybody comes into this world with the um, with uh, superpowers in a in a way like clairvoyance, clairaudient, clairsentient. And um, I think everybody has that, but we have been told that it's BS. And so um, people brush it off. And so once I, you know, started to open my third eye and had my spiritual awakening, I started to feel all this intensity amongst other people and seeing and feeling things that I think I've always felt and saw when I was little. Um, Now I can kind of go back 
um, into my memory bank and remember all these things that I felt and weird things that have happened. But when you're a child, you're just told to brush it off and it's not a big deal. So I think everybody really can go back and remember like weird coincidences and these nudges from the universe. Um, so I, I believe that everybody has these special abilities, but some have it stronger than others. And once you realize that you have these abilities, you can practice and you can um, exercise them. That's what I try to do. Um, how are empaths in relationships of any kind? Um, in relationships, I believe that of any kind, empaths can be, it can be very overwhelming. Um but I think that's also, I think there's this general thing about impasse that I tend to pick up on is that it's like a weakness and it's really not a weakness. I mean, everything is perception. And, um, I think in relationships of, with my friends, with my family, with my husband, I can pick up on their mood. I'm, I'm, um, by trade, I am a nail professional. I've been a nail professional for 17 years. And so I have been able to practice this unknowingly, been able to practice when somebody comes in my presence, I can pick up on their mood. I can read them, literally read their body language, what they're going to be about. I can feel it. Okay. And so when I'm in my own space and I'm touching somebody, I'm literally touching your hands and your feet. Sometimes I say I feel like Jesus <laughs> scrubbing people's feet, but um, you're literally touching and feeling their energy. And I want my energy and my space to always be fun and happy. And before I even like identified with an empath or a clairvoyant, um, I did notice that I was able to transform energies. I was able to change energies. And so um, by trying to change a perspective of somebody, trying to make them laugh, make them smile, you know, for some reason, this is just a natural ability. I connect with people easily. Um, I always have since I was a child. And so in my profession, when they sit down and they may be in a mood because just like a hairdresser, it's the same as a nail tech. You kind of, they kind of sit down and they unload. And so, um, I'm able to kind of switch it's around if they're sad or know how to handle those things so to me in relationships if you're an empath it can be very very uh insightful and as long as you protect your energy and so i have a problem also taking on people's problems and i have I'm in the midst of mastery, not taking on people's problems because I want to help people with their problems. I want to give them a different perspective. I want to coach them in their life. I want to use my abilities of being able to pick up on vibrations and pick up on spiritual messages. I want to be able to take that and help other people with their own problems or guide them basically. And so in order to be able to do those things, I had to protect my own energy. There's a lot of times throughout the day I have to say, and not in a hurtful way, but I have to say, these aren't my problems. These aren't my problems. These aren't my problems. Because I would tend to years ago sit back and everybody that would bring their problems with impasse too, light workers, impasse, um, clairvoyant, anything, you are the light so you get drawn. People get drawn to you. So again, they dump your problems and then you would sit there and I, or at least I would, I would sit there and I would go over their problems in my head and how to solve them, blah, blah, blah. And they weren't my problems, but I made them 
in my own. So I started to make this practice of protecting my energy. Um, I, if anybody wants to know about how to protect your energy, I go and I create a light shield around me every morning. I say, I am the light. Anything of darkness, guilt, fear cannot um, remain. And then I do this visual visualization of, you know, roots growing out of my feet, going into the center of the earth, and then um, grabbing the energy from the center of the earth and pulling it through my whole body, going up through all my chakras and out the top of my head and going up through the ethers into the universe and then coming back down and filling my whole space. I'm talking like 20 feet out of white light. And so nothing is going to be able to come through to that, right? So I protect my space. And I do that sometimes when I'm walking into places that might be a whole lot of people there. I protect my energy. I always want to protect my energy and I only want the highest light beans, I guess you can say, highest light sources coming towards me. So that's a way to protect your energy and know that when you're in relationships, I've had people come to me before that identify with an impact and they're like, they'll say to me, have you ever heard of like uh, energy vampire, which energy vampires would be people that like, you look at them and you can just tell their mood and then they sit down and they're just like Debbie Downer. Okay. And so... When that happens, you choose to, like, absorb it instead of observe it, okay? So I observe a lot of things. I watch a lot of people. I'm a big people watcher. I watch people's body language. Obviously, I read people. And so I can read their feelings, their moods, and everything. And so I've had people say, oh, you know, I have this energy vampire around me, and they're just soaking up all my energy, or they're sucking my energy up. You have to remember that like attracts like, okay? And so if there is somebody in your vicinity that you believe is an energy vampire and is soaking up your energy, it's because you allow it. You have complete control of your body, your situations, everything that goes on in your life, you have control over. You you have the control to stay and you have the control to walk away. So if you are encountering somebody that soaks up your energy, you might be soaking up everybody or doing the same thing to everybody. But that's how I believe life is. Everything is a mirror and everything's showing you something. And, um, I'm a great believer. If you see it, then you are it. Okay. So if you, if you think somebody's negative, then you're seeing an aspect of yourself that you don't like. It's very easy to look at other people and judge and not look at how you are the same way. And so I, I turn this practice throughout the day whenever I do have judgment or negative thoughts of what do I see in them that I see in myself. And the more I change it within myself, the less I see it out, uh, reflected out in my life. So I definitely like to give the power back to impasse. Okay, so you have the power. So if you have a lot of negativity going in your life and you're thinking negative and there's negative people, there's a reason for it. There may be a whole lot of negativity in you that it's matching up into your auric field and you're drawing it towards you. Also, you may draw in wounded people a lot. Like I said, you draw in this thing. You are the light. And so if you're drawing in wounded people, you have to decide if you want to help them. I want to help wounded people all the time. I mean, I think that's part of my purpose with boundaries. 
So I give you advice. I tell you what works for me. Now it's up to you to do it in your life. It's not up to people to keep coming to me with um, their issues if it's the same issue over and over again, right? And so I have to have boundaries in my own life with my family, with my friends, with people that come to me. And people respect my boundaries. Once I put them up, people respect your boundaries. And let me tell you something. Let me tell everybody out in the world, if you're an empath or if you believe or identify or not, um, people don't want to come to people that don't agree with them. Okay, so I am somebody that is not going to fight with any anybody, but I'm not going to necessarily agree with everything that somebody says because I believe in there's perspectives. There's so many different perspectives. So from your perspective, you are right. And from somebody else's perspective, they're right. And if your friends or your family keeps coming to you and go, oh, yeah, I see your point of view, but could you see their point of view? And if you look at their point of view, can you put yourself in their shoes and see where they're coming from? And that's not agreeing with them. And so a lot of people don't necessarily want that. They want somebody, they want to keep spinning their wheels over and over again. They want somebody to agree with them. Some people don't even realize that they're addicted to the chaos and drama, okay? And so I speak out into the world that I want people to come to me that is, are ready to heal and that I have knowledge and advice that I could help them with on their journey. Um, I really, and I speak these things out into the world and the universe just gives it back to me. I have people that are always coming forward to me that want to heal or that want to have my advice and actually apply it, apply it to their lives. They might not apply it tomorrow, but they'll apply it at some point in their life. We're all here to plant seeds. So does being an empath have a dark side? Yes, because you soak up other people's energy. And so that's what it comes into creating the shield and creating boundaries. It's all about boundaries, right? So it can be, a, there can be a dark side about it. And I think I lived in the dark side for most of my life until I took my control and my power back. So... I think in any aspects of life, you have control and you have the power, but you have to bring it back. And um, when you're, I, I don't know, I, I I look out and it's a lot of, at least on social media and YouTube and when they talk, when people talk about impasse, um, it can be this negative thing. Like, you know, that, oh, I'm an empath and I soak up all this negative energy. Well, that's because you allow it. And so that's why you have to put daily practices in your life of protecting your energy and keeping you in a high vibe. And I talk about that a lot. I, I make sure that I do a lot of high vibrational things, high vibrational foods, high vibrational um, uh, talks or listening to high vibrational inspirational talks, um, high vibrational activities, dancing, music, all high vibe. The higher your vibration is, and there is a scale of vibration, the higher your vibration is, and if you match what your vibration is, you draw in what you are, you're going to draw in more positive things. So you, on a daily basis, you have to work on you. We all have jobs, and we all have lives, but you can do things to make you happy every day especially as an empath you can go out and every time you're putting on your makeup or first thing when you get up in the morning or when you're cooking breakfast or when you're cooking dinner you can put on an inspirational talk that motivates you 
that's going to make you happy. You can put on uh, great music with great messages. I love listening to Aloe Black in the morning um, or uh, Macklemore. I love a lot of their uh, lines and their uh, music and the messages in their music. That for me is like, it just kind of, it, it, it inspires me. I dance all the time in the car, in the kitchen, as I'm doing dishes. I'm dancing. I'm also working out as I'm dancing. I work out on probably three or four days a week. I go on walks. I do things that I love. I go paddleboarding. Um, I laugh a lot. I love, I can have to say one thing within pass also, this is a side note, is that um, it affects me a lot if I'm watching drama or like crime shows or anything that's going to be sad those things affect me a lot and especially right before you go to bed okay so i don't think that's a good idea for anybody because the subconscious brain is always working so i make it a point to watch a lot of movies that are funny right i used to love murder mystery things and i used to love because i love i have an analytical brain so i loved like kind of figuring out these things and now i use that in my everyday life the analytical brain is about being able to read people's energies and traumas and try to figure out their traumas so i can guide them in their life and so now I don't have to watch these um, crazy stories because they affect me. They're really, really, really what we watch on TV, news, all these negative things. If you identify with an empath, it will affect your energy. So you have to be cautious of those things. Once I eliminated the trash TV, the news, the negative shows, the shooting them up movies, can't do that with my husband because he loves to watch that stuff. I can't do that. Once I eliminated that and put in music and have, like I'm telling you, your life will change. So if you identify with an empath, make sure you have a lot of happiness in your life. You have a lot of things that you can insert and you can insert listening to music and watching good movies and turning off the news and dancing around around and you know going on walks you can insert these do not cost money okay so you can do this you have control you have power and i want to give back the control to impasse i want to give it back to you because once i took back the control my life opened up once i took responsibility knowing that i was the one running my life i am the star of my movie okay i'm the star of my book so i want to take back control i do not want to be the co-star in somebody else's movie i want to be the lead role in my movie and i told that to my husband the other day he's the lead role in his movie and i'm his co-star and i'm the lead role in my movie and he is my co-star and so we have two journeys that are together side note can impasse be successful in business or keep a job steadily and i think you know yes that's taking back your own control um i found a business that i you know love doing um i'm kind of doing you know pursuing other things in my life because because i was in the nail industry and i have people sit down and talk to me all the time and they listen to my advice and they um built a friendship with me and that's really what i i tell people all the time that's really what i love about my business that I do right now is the connection I get with people. So I'm an empath and have been since I was a child. Um, I think that's, you know, I think a lot of empaths kind of grow up with a difficult um, childhood and it is to teach us. And um, I was always trying to make everybody happy around me. And so when I was in the nail industry and I was able to do art, 
um, by doing nails or make people feel pretty and they sit down and we connect and, you know, we have these conversations, uh, you know, it worked out well for me. But if you're an empath that's not protecting their energy and not taking responsibility of your own energy and not um, doing the things, the daily activities that you should do to protect yourself and your energy, it may be very hard. It may be very hard to be successful and keep a constant job because you're, you, if you have a low vibrational aura and you're in this guilt and fear and shame and abuse, you're low, you're living in these lower chakras, your lower chakras, which most of the world does live in the survival mode of the lower chakras. I did, <laughs> um, until I started doing meditation that was actually working with my heart and opening up my heart chakra. That's a lot of that changed. Once I opened up this heart chakra, um, it helped me not live in the survival mode. I still have instances where I'm always in survival because it's, you know, something that I have to work on daily. But um, if you are living in those lower energies all the time, you're going to match it. So you're going to have people in your job that you're going to argue with and you pick up their energy and you get in fights. And I mean, you really got to, I mean, I live, I'm sure lots of people have heard this saying before, but like, um, if it's not going to matter in five years, don't give it five minutes, something like that. And I try to remind myself that like, it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. And when you're working, um, with the right intent in your life, intent is the most important thing in life. What is your intentions? You know, I, I speak out about my intentions every day. I intention, my intentions are always to spread light and love and to bring a smile to somebody's face today and to bring joy into people's life. And I intend to do that every single morning, every single day. And sometimes I get skipped up. We're all human. We're human beings. And sometimes I, you know, you know, somebody makes me mad, but for the most part, I protect my energy a lot. And I make sure that I, I wake up every morning with a positive, you know, in a positive mood with a smile on my face, with the intent to help this world and to help others in any way that I can. And when you set that intent, like literally speak out into the world, then I don't think it would be hard for you in business and keeping a steady job, but it all starts with you and what your intentions are. I think a lot of us are just going through life and we're surviving, survival mode. I don't know what's coming up next. I'm not really dreaming about what's coming up next. I'm just rolling through life. Things are hitting me in the face. I'm just trying to survive. No matter how much money you have or how much, uh, how poor you are, I think a lot of people are just in survival mode. And you have to switch your perspective, perspective out of survival mode, work on your chakras and getting out of survival mode, and start enjoying life. Like when you wake up in the morning and you're kind of like, I wonder who I'm going to meet today. I wonder what cool conversations I'm going to have. I wonder what's, you know, going to happen. Like it, just with that idea in your mind changes your whole day. It really does. Cause I really get excited. Like, I don't know, I'll go get my hair cut somewhere and have like a really good in-depth conversation with somebody where I can plant a seed about like, Hey, you should start your own business. If they start talking about that, like encouraging, I mean, it's not that hard to change the world one person at a time and the last question is superpowers of being an empath <laughs> so the superpowers are that you can read people or you can feel their energy i mean i i want you anybody that's listening i want you to start just looking at people's posture 
Okay. I just look at people's posture. You're, you're literally reading their body language. I see people humped over like this when they walk. This, this means insecure. This means sad. Something's going on here. And when they won't give you eye contact and they're looking around, something's going on with them. Um, I sometimes, I've had this happen a few times where I see the auras, I'm working on that, seeing colored auras of different people. Um, so those can be superpowers. Um, I've talked a lot on my own channel about uh, how I get like subconscious messages. I get a lot of messages during... Um, my dreams I get a lot of messages during um, meditation pictures messages words um, that not every empath is like that I think everybody has the ability to have this have like clairvoyance or clairaudience um, for me that's what I have I have clairvoyance clairaudience and clairsentience so I feel hear and see things and so um, those with being able to pick up on people's uh, energy or feeling the vibe of people um, can be very beneficial in your life. If you protect your energy, if you remember that that's them and it's not you, and you remember, I can change the energy. I have control by my reactions. So my husband walks into the house and he's kind of grumpy and he has his shoulders down and he's just starting to get, you know, I don't know, testy, and why is this, or why did you do that? I have the choice to engage and get mad, sometimes I do, or I have the choice to go, oh, hey, what's up, baby, how was your day? And then, you know, if he's still grumpy, you go, okay, well, you know, I made you dinner, or whatever. You know, you can make up whatever you want, anything that you can make his, his day brighter. If they're still in a bad mood, then you give them their space. It's your choice to take on their energy, to try to change their energy. People would come to me and sit down. Um, I've had this happen many times that they're talking about their husband or their spouse or their sister or their brother. You know, they're just unloading their problems with me. And they start to get emotional and cry. And somehow I make a joke. And, I, you know, I'm doing something to make them laugh. So um, it is a superpower if you take your control back. And so that's what I do. I take it back and go, okay, I see what's going on here. You're observing. No matter what you are, if you're an empath or you're not, observe. Take a moment, observe what's going on, and then go, okay, what, what can I do to change this outcome? If he's in a bad mood and I argue with him, then we're going to go in this direction. If he's in a bad mood and I try to be really, really loving and sweet, then we'll go in this direction. Like, there's so many different directions you can go in, no matter what problem you have. And there's so many different outcomes based on your reaction. And so, it can be a superpower because people come to you happy, sad. You have the ability to change that energy. Everybody does, but especially empaths, have the ability to change the energy of a room. You can feel it and you can change it, but you have to have the intent of it. I think people just go into rooms and they feel like, oh, there's so many people. There's so many, because a lot of empaths get really nervous around people. I have not been that empath. I've been an empath that always wants to be around people. Um, I've had, I've always had lots of friends. I've always loved going to parties. I always like going to big events and concerts and stuff like that. I've always had that ability and I always loved it. So, um, 
I wasn't the empath. I was an introvert. I'm not. And so, um, but I also knew how to change the energy of a room. I knew that, like, my light could change everybody else. Not that I'm better than, but these are the abilities that I have. And I can change. And I can make people laugh. And I can say I'm great at storytelling. I can do funny stories and just get people in a different mood. So I make the choice that I will not take on their energy and that I can now change their energy. Um... I hope that helps anybody out there. Also, if um, you are interested in following me, I'm Jacqueline Rose Laws on Instagram. It's J-A-C-Q-U-L-I-N-E, Rose, R-O-S-E, Laws, L-A-W-S. I'm that on Instagram. You can follow me. I put out tons of content on helping people um, lift their vibrations, my intent is always to help people lift their vibrations, help people think about out, going outside the box, um, giving people a different perspective. I really, when it comes to social media, I really have the um, intent to change the world and to help people. And I give little bits of information and I share my videos. If it's an energy update, if it's um, what I've learned about subconscious programming, if it's about impasse, if it's about being clairvoyant, I share tons of videos on that. I also have a YouTube page and it is The Spiritual Life of Jacqueline Rose. Um, you can always follow me there. That's where all my videos are. And then it's um, just Jacqueline Laws on Facebook. That's more of a personal account. But I do, I have been accepting a lot more friend requests through that. Um, but I hope that y'all follow me. And I thank you, Nelson, for allowing me on your show another time. And um, hope I can join in at another time on another discussion. Much love. So... This is the reason why I like to have class in session. I mean, I thought I was going to be saying some things afterwards. I was going to be explaining some things afterwards. I mean, she didn't say it at all. Like, I got to sit back, listen to this again, take some notes. Um, And, man, that was that was amazing. Speechless. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, that's one thing I like about this platform. You know, sometimes I like to just sit and learn. Even if I know it, I want to know more. You know, get that food for thought. So um, I love these class and session episodes. Give me a chance to shut the hell up and get a better perspective on, you know, a certain meaning. So I hope y'all got something from it, too. Matter of fact, ain't no hope. I know y'all got something from it. This is Isaiah Nelson of Forever Learning, Forever Growing Podcast. Thank y'all. I'm out.